0: Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm joined, I'm joined on the podcast today by Jesse Mahalik, author of the new novel Capture the Sun, which is the conclusion to the Starlight Shadow trilogy. Publishers Weekly wrote about the first novel in the trilogy, The Heat is On in Mahalik's addictive Starlight Shadow series launch. Mahalik artfully juggles palpable romantic tension and fun action to create an epic page-turner. This is sure to excite anyone who likes their space opera with a bit of spice. Jesse, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about your Starlight Shadow trilogy, how would you describe the trilogy and your new novel, Capture the Sun?
1: Um, so the books are space opera romance and if you don't know what that is imagine the action and adventure of like Star Wars but with more kissing in it. So they are definitely <laughs> romantic books and each book um features a new couple but the overall trilogy tells a story as well and the trilogy's story is that humans and this alien species known as Voloffs have been at war forever but just before the trilogy starts they've they've negotiated a very fragile peace. Um, But it turns out that maybe not everybody is super happy with peace. And so the crew of the Starlight Shadow um, ship gets tasked with basically one of the Voloff former generals comes and asks them to do a job because they're bounty hunters. And they don't really want to but then he offers them like a ridiculous amount of money and they're like, well you know maybe we can't be bought um and so in in starting to you know go through his job and what's going on they uncover more and more secrets that perhaps this piece is in danger and it's their job to then figure out how to stop another war from happening um in Capture the Sun specifically, It's the third book in the series. Um, It features Lexi, who is a recovery specialist, which is just kind of a polite way to say that she's a thief, um, a professional thief. And then Nilo, who is a Valoff, who also has teleporter abilities. So the Valoffs generally have some sort of telepathy or telekinesis. And in his case, he's a teleporter. And they are kind of bitter enemies due to some past things that have happened in the first two books and previously even. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are forced to work together in this book for the good of everybody. And it's, um, you know, it's action, it's adventure, it's romance, it's got spice in it. So hopefully it's something for everybody.
0: That's great. Well, do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to writing the trilogy? Uh,
1: I do, actually. So the... The original idea came to me when I was watching the first season of The Mandalorian. Um back when it was still baby Yoda, Baby Yoda and not Grogu or whatever. He will always be Baby Yoda to me, even though I know that that's yes, not course. actually true anymore. Yeah. Um and I saw Mando going on all these adventures and he had friends but they were so far flung that I was like, what if I had a bounty hunter who was had a crew with her that was like her basically her family, um her found family, and she was desperately trying to keep all these people together and keep them fed and keep them in jobs. And then they all go on adventures together. And so that's where the the beginning ideas of the story came from.
0: And I'm curious what what made you decide to uh, combine romance with science fiction?
1: Um, I love romance. I grew up reading romance. I grew up reading science fiction. So really, it was very natural for me to want to combine the two of them because it's two things that I adore. Um, So I probably, I started reading science fiction and fantasy earlier than romance because there's there's maybe some more appropriate younger kid books in the science fiction (laughs) fantasy space where maybe less so in romance. Um, But then as I got older, I started reading more romance. And when I started writing, it was just natural for me to want to combine the two of them.
0: Gotcha. Well, what was your what was your writing journey that led you to writing your debut novel?
1: Um, so I started in college writing fan fiction, as a lot of authors do. Um, and so I wrote fan fiction, and I got some good feedback on it. Um, and then I stored. I kind of stopped. kind of stopped reading and writing anything for a while, as I was like looking for a job and graduating and just dealing with. Like the end of college. And then I started picking it up again. And some of my coworkers who I was working with at the time decided to do NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. And it's in, I'm pretty sure it's in November. It's The goal is to write 50,000 words in the month of November. Um, and I did that and I loved it. And no one will ever, ever see the 50,000 words I wrote that <laughs> month. Um, those were entirely practice words. But it did get me into thinking about maybe I should write a book. Like, maybe this is a thing I could do. Um, And so I sort of, you know, wrote a little bit and kind of tinkered around with it. And then I went to a writing convention um, where Alona Andrews was participating in the writing workshop. And Alona Andrews, it's a husband and wife um, writing team. They're one of my favorite authors. And I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And I'm going to submit a, like you had to do a 5,000 word short story or like the first 5,000 words of your work. So I wrote a 5,000 word short story. I submitted it to the writing workshop chairman and I was like, hey, I don't know if it's possible, but these are like my favorite, favorite authors. Could I, is there any way I could be in their group? And I don't know if that ask did it or if it was just sheer random luck, but I was in their (laughs) group. Um, And they were really, really encouraging. And so that's when I really thought maybe I could do this as a career. So I wrote an entire book that is still trunked. It was an urban fantasy with witches and shapeshifters that may someday see the light of day, um, but it hasn't yet. And I went out on submission with that and got interest from an agent. And then I told her, I was like, hey, I'm also writing this science fiction, this space opera romance. And she's like oh, send me three chapters. And I had not written three chapters. So over like a weekend, I wrote three chapters really fast and I sent it to her and that became Polaris Rising. Like she offered rep on those three chapters and the urban fantasy that I'd written, but she was mostly interested in Polaris. And so that's where, that's where my career launched from there.
0: That's great. Well, I'm curious. When you're writing a trilogy, how do you plan the novels in terms of story arc and character arc and plot across the the three uh, the three novels? Because, you know, with with. Modern publishing, you're often writing the last book after the first two books have been published, so you can't really go back and edit a storyline in the first uh, book or two. So I'm just curious, like structurally and writing process-wise, how do you handle that?
1: Uh, I am very much a seat-of-my-pants writer. I do not plot ahead. Um, So every book is a new adventure, and I just kind of hope that it works out. And so far it has. (laughs) But as you pointed out, um, by the time I am writing um, the subsequent books, the first book is already well into the process, if not already published. And so there is no changing it. So you have to be pretty careful not to write yourself into a corner. um, Or if you do, that you have a clever solution to get out of it. Um, But yeah, I just kind of explore as I go. And I have like general like world building stuff is pretty much set after the first book. So I explore all of that Mm -hmm. in the first book. And I kind of know, like, in very general terms, what I want the arc to be. But I don't know how I'm going to get there until I start writing book two and then book three.
0: Got it. Well, what appeals to you about writing science fiction and fantasy?
1: Um, I love being able to just make stuff up. Like I definitely (laughs) fall on the soft side of science fiction. I am not writing hard sci-fi, although I do a lot of research into like theoretical faster than light travel and planets and distances. And I do a lot of research that doesn't generally end up on the page or is like, a one line throwaway that I'm like, I spent five hours on that. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> But I do enjoy like being able to be really far in the future, maybe change some things for the better um, and just explore like magic, even though it's science fiction, it's like a science based magic in my latest one. Um, but just being able to have spaceships and blasters and, like, all the, the fun science fiction things that I really enjoy from the movies.
0: <laughs> well, What writing advice would you offer for those who are writing their own stories or novels?
1: Um, I have two pieces of advice that I always give out. Um, the first one is keep going. Keep writing. Keep reading. This really is an industry that rewards persistence. Um keep getting better like everything you write you'll get better as you do it. Keep reading widely because the the single best thing that you can do to improve your own writing is to read. So just keep going wherever you are. Um and the other one is like be patient. Like it's kind of kind of the same thing with keep going because everything takes longer than you think you're going to. Um it Takes longer to get an agent. It takes longer to get a publishing deal if that's what you want to do. Doing indie stuff takes a while. Um, so just like know that that's part of the process, and try and just like hang in there,
0: basically. <laughs> so, are you working on another novel now?
1: Uh, I am. I just finished writing a fantasy romance. So I'm changing from science fiction to fantasy. Um, and I just got feedback from my agent. I turned it into her in June and she sent me feedback this week, basically, and she loves it and we're going to do some edits and then hopefully go out and put it on submission and find it a traditional publishing home. But if not, then I will self-publish it. So, but fantasy romance.
0: Wonderful. Have you done any self-publishing?
1: Uh, I have. I, I am a hybrid author. I do um, my traditional contracts with Harper Voyager, and then I did a Rogue Queen series um, that's independently published with my agency. Like my agency handles all the. So I'm I'm independent in that I self published it, and it wasn't a traditional publishing contract. But my agency sort of just handles all of it. So I'm not exactly exactly self published. Um, but I started that as a serial on my blog. Um, that posted episodes like every week. And then when I got done with it at the end, I packaged it all up into the ebook and then put it up through my agency for sale. And
0: what was the name of that?
1: Uh, it's the Rogue Queen series. The first one is The Queen's Gambit, and then The Queen's Advantage, and The Queen's Triumph. It's a trilogy.
0: Great. Well, you have an extensive reading list on your website. I'm curious, what novels have you read recently that you enjoyed?
1: Uh, I do have a lot of recommendations on my website because I generally forget every book I've ever read when I get asked this question. But right now I am reading um, Kiss the Girl by Zoraida Cordova, which is a modern day um, little mermaid retelling. It is done through Disney, like it's their series of modern day fairy tales. And Ariel is a pop star, and this one, like a world famous pop star. And Eric is an up-and-coming musician. And through a series of events, Ariel ends up being like the merchandise seller for Eric's tour. And so I'm not done yet, but I am loving it. Um, And before that, I read The Blood Trials by Annie Davenport, um, which is a young woman, her grandfather, who's in a position of power in the government, gets murdered And in order to have the authority to look into his murder, she needs to become like a Praetorian, which is like the highest level of military ranking. But in order to do that, she has to go through these horrible trials where they try and like literally weed out people who are not good enough by killing them. Like the trials are very, very brutal. And in addition, she has um, a blood magic which is forbidden where she lives. So not only does she have to survive the trials, she has to survive it without letting her secret out. Um, so it is gritty and action-packed, and it's got a little romance in there. So it was, it was really stellar, too.
0: That's great. Well, I know that you uh, play video games as well. What have you been playing?
1: Uh, we were on a Diablo 4 kick for a really long time, but Baldur's Gate 3 just came out. Uh, like last week, (laughs) and so we have been playing, my husband and I, we always play, well, we very nearly always play co-op games, so we're big into co-op games, and Baldur's Gate 3 is what we're playing now, and we have really a ridiculous number of hours in it, considering that we just started playing last week.
0: (laughs) And does that have a co-op setting?
1: It does. It does have co-op, so we are playing together, and I am playing a like nature-loving druid who's all about like justice and light and whatever. And my husband is playing a wizard or sorcerer, I think he's a wizard, um, who just picked up a book of necromancy and um, maybe is going a little darker.
0: <laughs> well, where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you and your novels?
1: The best place to find me is my website, which is um because that will keep up with all of the latest social media changes. I am on Twitter as well, X, whatever it is now. As long as it's still alive, I'm there at jessiemahalik. I'm also on Blue Sky, um, which is sadly still invite only right now. But if you do have an invite and you're over there, I'm at jessiemahalik over there, too. And then I'm on Facebook, Instagram threads at Jess Mahalik. So drop the IE. But really, my website is the best place to find me.
0: Great. Well, again, we've been speaking to Jesse Maholik, author of the new novel Capture the Sun, which is the conclusion to the Starlight's Shadow Trilogy. The novel is available now. So go buy a copy. And Jesse, thanks for doing this interview.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
2: Absolutely.